What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins, and with me tonight is... Ryan. And Kyle. Welcome to episode number 347. Tonight we'll be reviewing Toy Story 4. But first, I want to remind everyone that you can find us on AdventuresInVideoLand.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude, which means we're uncensored, we're not always politically correct, we say bad words, but that's exactly why you'll love us. <laughs> I'm making toys eat each other's asses right now. He so. is, and that's, <laughs> he's not even yeah. joking. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, how crazy can we get tonight, right? It's Toy Story 4, right? About right. uh, as crazy as John Lasseter at a company party. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure this episode will be fine to listen to on your way to Sunday school camp. Actually, tonight's episode might be tame compared to some other yeah, episodes, prob- but uh, but you've been warned, just in case. All right, guys, Toy Story 4 is currently at 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, Woo! 95% audience score, it's um, 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, and Metacritic gave it an 84 out of 100, which means it's considered universally acclaimed so and you know what i was saying just this week to you ryan i called you up and we were talking about how the store the toy story franchise might be just the best franchise in terms Mm -hmm. of quality quality, i think it's pretty much a perfect saga i mean a lot of franchises has their highs and their lows but i don't think toy story toy story's never had a low has it no no uh, yeah I think even when we did the, our Toy Story three way, we all had it like it was three of us, and we all had a different favorite Toy favorite, Story. Yeah. Like yours yeah. is the original, mine three, and Nathan's was two. Yeah, yeah. The average, just the average bar of quality is just way up there. Yeah. Can you think yeah. of another franchise that is this critically acclaimed? I think a lot of people. I was talking to some people at the dive this weekend, and they were just throwing out titles. I'm like, "Yeah, that's a great movie. That's a great movie." But, but they've know. had some lows. Mission Impossible. Yeah. You know, you got yeah. fucking. You know, Mission Impossible 3 on there, you know? Right. Um, James Bond hits, like, two or three in a row really well, and then, you know, sinks down. Yeah, it's actually down. Mission Impossible 2 that shit the bed, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I like 3. I like 3. Philip Seymour Hoffman's fucking ballsy. Yeah, but every franchise, Indiana Jones, it's like, man, you know, it's like a lot of people, there's some people like Temple of Doom. You know, I think Raiders of the Lost Ark is, is one of the best movies ever made. Yep. But then you have Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, mm, you yep. know? Uh, Even Bolt Born. Jason you got Bourne. Those first, those first three Borns are all pretty damn good, and then you get Legacy and Bourne. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot yeah. of franchises that just have that one or two movies that uh, there, there's a low. Uh, Fast and the Furious franchise, especially when you make a franchise that has you know uh, nine movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Half yeah. of them are going to be dog shit. Sure, you sure. know. But Toy Story has uh, has kept this certain level of quality up. Um, I actually have a quote from John Lasseter. Um, he's the director of the first two Toy Stories. He said that Pixar would only make a fourth film if it was just as good or better than the previous three. Um, He said, we don't want to do anything with these characters unless it lives up to or surpasses what uh, what came before. So, Kyle, let's start with you. I know you're a big fan of the original three movies. That's why I asked you Mm -hmm. uh, to be here tonight. Um, I think you'd probably put all three in Pantheon if you could. Is that right? I, I I said, you know, when we had when we did our three way, I was like, you know what? I don't want our winner to go up because I think it's a great, perfect three story arc. So I was really like not feeling like, hey, let's do a fourth movie. I'm like, no, three was the perfect bow tie. What are, what are we doing? Why are we adding yeah. something on to? I think that I had disagreed, a great but on? I loved all three. Mm-hmm. I disagreed. 
I don't know if you asked me that question today if I would disagree. I might agree with you and, yeah. and probably push all, try to push in all three with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but so does Toy Story 4 live up to the hype? Did you like Toy Story 4? It is definitely one of the four Toy Story movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I think I probably went in probably a little overhyped to getting a lot of the... You know, the acclaim, super high in Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic everywhere, people saying they love it. Tom Hanks saying, like, this was the best one. Like, he cried for the last, like, 15 minutes of the movie, bawling hard. Um, so I, th- I went into it with, with high hopes. I don't think I came out as, as high as everybody else. Did. Was it your top ten most anticipated? Uh, this year, probably. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember. It wasn't on I, don't, my, I didn't have It wasn't on mine, only because I didn't think it needed to be made. Exactly. You know? Um and that's that's kind of shitty without even knowing the plot or seeing the movie. But it's like you know, part three ended everything you know, so perfectly. Such a good ending. So perfectly. Um, you know why why even try? It seems like a, a money grab. But what do you think, Ryan? Um, as far as like my expectation and, and and all that, how excited I I'm with you, Brad. I I wasn't. Um, I just I just didn't have a whole lot of faith that it was gonna be that great and i just really i just wasn't excited for it because i was just like i i don't i don't feel like it needs to exist and it's always worrisome not that i i don't say i didn't have faith that they could make a great movie but in the end i'm like i couldn't get excited for it because i couldn't see its purpose i didn't we've seen pixar sequels and we yeah pixar doesn't have a perfect track record you know these things. Toy Story, and that's really about yeah. it. I, li- I liked Cars too, but I'm the yeah. only one. I'm the only one. Uh, mm. But anyway, yes. Uh, so going into it, honestly, I think I had good expectations. I think I had okay. reasonable expectations. I didn't hear a whole lot about it going in. I mean, I knew that everybody liked it, but I expected everyone to say it was fine. It was mm-hmm. good, at least. So I wasn't thinking it was going to be good, and so uh, I was disappointed. So you had fun. You, I had you fun. I, yeah, I, I enjoyed myself. And it sounds like you didn't like it as much. Then did you? Yeah. You liked I, it. I, I, okay. I enjoy it, but I'm not. I don't. I'm not putting it up. Like, okay. I, I. It's probably the lowest ranked of the Toy Story movies for me. Okay. You know what? Real quick, let's just rank them. I know I didn't ask you guys to do this. If you can, you know, um, I think I would probably do Toy Story One's my favorite. I think it's the most original. Um, maybe mm. three. Maybe three, two, and then four. I think four is my least favorite. Yeah, you swip, swatch, swip, 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 swap, or switch. Those were the two words I was looking for, and I got mixed up. Um, swap three and one, so three, one, two, four. Okay. Oh, fuck. That's really hard. That's really super fucking hard. Don't you love this He's got one, two, and three at a time, and then four. <laughs> Seriously, that's where, that's where that's where it is. No, it's... Pr- it, Johnny it, on the spot. It really probably is one... Uh, it's probably one... Three, two, four. Okay, I would say. Okay, so it sounds like all of us have four as our least favorite. Yeah, Yeah. but that said, again, just caveat though. Yeah, we've all seen it once. I've seen it twice. You've seen it twice. I've seen it once, and it has. This is definitely one of those movies. I need to see it again. It needs to sit with me. I did like it least the second time. Oh yeah, but I still really enjoy this movie. Okay, I'm gonna approach this from a different angle, um, real quick. I really enjoyed this movie. You know, movies are subjective, right? Depending on your life experiences, right? Um, but especially this movie here. I, uh, you know, my son just graduated high school. He's he's 19 years old. And the first toy that he ever wanted to play with was Woody and Buzz. Hey, Woody, hey, I am Woody, <laughs> And uh, 
right now you just ruined it because you made Woody say something straight into <laughs> Buzz's asshole. Yep. <laughs> Looking good, Buzz's asshole. <laughs> but no, these. Uh, so Toy Story was the first movie that my son wanted to watch. It was uh, the first toys that he wanted to play with. So I had the original... You know, Buzz here tonight. I think this is the second generation Woody. I think he bit off his fucking nose. I think the real Woody is up in a closet. He's got a little uh, Chris Farley dirty work going on there. <laughs> I, think the, I think the real Woody is up in a closet somewhere. Yeah. You know, I, it's untouchable. Ooh. It's untouchable. You know, but so this movie meant a lot to us. You know, going to see this with our son. So I had a blast um, watching this movie with him. And uh, especially the themes of this movie about change and about moving on and Mm -hmm. you know part of being a parent is you know about change and moving on and you know so this movie holds a special place in my heart just because of the themes and being able to experience this with with my son you know and seeing his favorite characters i mean this is fucking you know mickey mouse and donald duck to him on screen you know Mm -hmm. these are huge characters and just seeing their journey you know it just reminds you of your life and you know kids and being married and if my wife was here doing this podcast night she would be crying she'd be in (laughs) tears you know Uh, but with that said i thought this movie was um with those experiences to the side i thought it was heartwarming i thought it was funny and beautifully animated beautifully hands down the best looking one and and like like we talked about when we did the three-way like one and two there's a huge gap Two and three, there's a huge gap. And three yeah, yeah. and four, there's a huge gap. It's yeah. just the yeah. quality, and it's it's fucking astounding. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So this movie uh, was a lot of fun, and I think it wrapped up everything up in a perfect little bow again. Again. Yeah. <laughs> again, which was hard to do. Yeah. So um, I, I really liked it. I do have some issues. I'm very curious to see if you all agree or disagree, but uh, kind of how I saw the movie. And uh, it looks like, you know, we agree that you know, Pixar made a pretty quality movie here which is again hard to do especially with a fourth movie mm-hmm. um and i'm not saying that uh, you know it's my favorite franchise you know but it's it's definitely quality so let's talk about pros and cons let's um let's start with cons we don't do that too often we do bitch a lot mm-hmm. on adventures <laughs> in video land but let's start with cons do you have any problems with this movie um kyle give me give me one that you had uh let's say like uh, uh, it's it's a minor thing, but okay. I love Keanu Reeves and I love the Duke Kaboom character, but the voice doesn't fit the way that character looks, and it drives me insane. When oh, I'm interesting. It. I, did, I didn't think it fit. It was just one of those like small things that kind of annoyed me, like because like I, huh. I didn't I didn't want to know anything about the character going into it. I just knew he was going to be in it, and I was like, oh, this is this is what they use Keanu Reeves for, and it's weird because love Keanu Reeves. I like his voice, you know, for doing animated stuff, and I really like the Duke Kaboom character, but it just it didn't hmm. mesh together for me. Okay. I know I, I know I'm probably on the Yeah, a actually so if I told you people. like I'm right there with the rest of the internet, I'm madly in love with Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. right now. And I think one of my favorite lines of dialogue in this movie was his his Matrix line where he just goes, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought his voice fitted perfectly. I love Keanu Reeves. I'm on the Keanu Reeves train right now, so he can do no wrong. Um I loved his character. I love the uh the story behind that character, mm-hmm. you know, how he could never oh, get the fake the, uh, commercial is so that fake commercial that was is great. great. <laughs> what was that kid's name? Like Pierre or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I forget like what that. his name is, but then he, <laughs> But I love the idea that this kid got this toy for Christmas or whatever and it couldn't make the jump. It didn't make the jump like it does in the in commercials. The commercial. yeah. So he kind of just tossed it to the side, you know, because it wasn't a a, a cool toy. Which is know? legit. How many times did you get a yeah, toy as a kid like, and it did not live up to the hype? Yeah, so I would yeah. disagree on that one. Uh, but what do you think about Keanu Reeves? Uh, I thought he was great. Um, actually, I forgot that it was Keanu Reeves. My wife didn't I mean, even know. I, for, I just, I mean, I knew it going in, but I just forgot. So when he mm-hmm. showed up and he was listening, I was like, I don't know whose voice that is. And honestly, I wouldn't have ever figured it out right. if I, I just, hadn't known. I think I just wanted something like, 
because the character's like wholly Canadian, so I wanted that. Yeah. Diff- yeah. I wanted something yeah. slightly more Canadian sounding, and he was just doing his voice with just yeah. a little more of a gravel to it than yeah. normal. I love his different poses too, which, by the way, was Keanu Reeves when he took this this role. He was like, you know, I can do tons of poses on the bike, right? That'd be great for my character. So I'm glad that he listened to That's him and actually implemented that into his character. Um, I think one of the the problems that I had with this is um, I think the, the the biggest sin of the Toy Story franchise, especially with two and three, is they um, they start repeating themselves where they feel like they repeat each other. And I like two and three. I really do. Um, but it seems like Woody goes to this location and the location has an evil toy. And um, I, I think this movie felt a little similar. Like, you know, that you have mm-hmm. a toy store. And I think in two, right? Big Alan's yeah, toy. Yeah, big yep. um, the daycare and the antique shop. And there's some different things going on, but I think it feels very similar. Um, I'd like to see it, see them switch it up some. There's a... For a great example, I here. think they do a little bit in this one. They do. A I little think they bit. try to lead you down that path, and then they they don't fully twist it, but they're like they they swerve it a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Swerve so it's kind of actually, to be honest, it's a pro anacon because mm-hmm. um, it's it's actually I love the antique store. I think the antique store is Beautiful amazing. Yeah, great location. But it's like you know, uh, Woody just goes to this location. There's evil, you know, evil. Yep. Uh, Toys there, and uh, you know he has to escape. You yep. know, jaded toy that doesn't feel loved. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. and uh, you know there's a there's a short out there that I love. It's been a long time since I've seen it, so I don't know if I'll do it justice. But I think it's called um, Toy Story That Time Forgot, and it's about um, battle sores. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that or not. Did you ever guys ever see that? I never watched it. Yeah, it's that a great. And I'm like, man, it's like a um, a whole collection of these. Um, dinosaur toys that kind of look like He-Man, mm-hmm. okay? But they all have dinosaur heads and body armor, and they all have to fight like in this Coliseum. And I was like, how cool would it be if you went back to something, or you did something like that? It would almost echo Toy Story 1, where instead of one toy thinking as a space ranger, you have this whole collection of toys with this playset that think they're, you know, these, you know, battlesaurs, you know, taking over the house. I'm like, I think something like that would be really cool. And then talking all of them into, no, you guys are toys. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that'd be cool. But anyway, that's just something, you know, that I would like to see see done, like maybe in the future, you know, but um, similar locations. I don't know. Do you guys have an issue with that at all? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, and like you said, it is, a, like it, is a, it is a pro and a con. But and like I said, I think it. I'm okay with it only because, well, they don't do that full swerve on it at the end. They do kind of turn it and Woody instead of like, you know, bastardizing that toy is like, you know what? I'm going to fucking help you for once and see what that does for me as an individual. So, you know, it gives him that new purpose to help her find her kid, you know. Yeah, I, I do agree with you, though, on the general structure. I think I talked to you about it yesterday or something, but, uh, where mm-hmm. Toy Story 1, there is something unique about it where it, uh, like, Sid's the villain. But mm-hmm. there isn't really a villain in that movie, really. There's mm-hmm. not. There's no big bad. It's just... Buzz and Woody, mm-hmm. and Woody dealing with this new toy that that the challenges intent, his affection, yeah. Andy's affection, and how he deals with all that, and that's about it. Yeah. And then the rest of them, you're right. They just they just kind of build on one another as far as their villains go. It's the same basic idea. Um, and I do wish that they had. I, I I appreciate that they that they did modify that template a little bit in this one. I like Gabby's. I like that Gabby had a redemptive arc. Mm-hmm. In this versus the other two, which you know, just <laughs> get rid of the bad toys. Yeah, yeah. She did remind um, me of the previous villains a little bit. Oh, no, she reminded me. It wasn't a hundred percent with with Gabby, mm-hmm. uh, which was one of my cons. Yeah, I like her, and it wasn't something that ruined the movie for me. Um, but 
the other characters, um, the um, the prospector and Lotso, and, and Lotso, right? Mm-hmm. I, they pay for their their movie sins, you know, like they're 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 evil, you know, they're 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 bad. I think Lotso gets stuck on the what, the front of a garbage truck, and mm-hmm. you know, I forget what happens to the uh, he prospector. Gets, he gets stuck in luggage in an airport, I think. But yeah. I don't. And I hate to sound like the old fuddy duddy, you know, <laughs> but it, I don't like the message that they send with Gabby because she's she's pretty much um, how I saw her character was she's a liar, she's a manipulator. And then she's pretty much trying to steal Woody's kidneys, you know? And at the very end, I don't think... I think she's easily forgiven for, like, a beautiful sentiment. You know, it almost reminds me of um, Endgame. Um, at the very end of Endgame, you have Captain America, he goes back to the past. And it's like, that's a, it's a beautiful sentiment until you start really thinking about it. And then I think it all falls apart. And I think with, with Gabby here... I don't know. I don't like the message that you can you can manipulate, you can lie, you can try to kill somebody, take their voice box, steal their kidneys, whatever you want to do. If this was a a real movie, if this was a Korean film, you know, I'm thinking like Sympathy, Mr. Vengeance, right, where there's a, you know, someone getting their kidney stolen. It's like that bitch be going to jail, you know. And it, it seems like she's so easily forgiven. I don't know. I, I didn't care for it. I think it didn't um, work for me 100. Um, percent I mean, yeah. I know, I know what you're saying with the Captain America thing, but that's like a semantics, like logistical problem. But that's not a character problem. Um, well, it is, I guess, when you think about. But um, I hear you saying. I guess the only the only thing I would say to all that is that I feel like Lotso and the Prospector. Hell, they try to convince the Prospector um, to if I'm. I they try and do something. Like they're, I think they even trying to convince him to come with him. And he's like, no, this is our, this, this is what we purpose. do. Yes. This is what we do, you know. And he's just so jaded that he's like, I don't even want a kid, you know. Lotso, um, I'm pretty sure they also try and convince him, and he refuses. Mm-hmm. Gabby gets her chance and accepts it, which I, I think, I think the whole thing is that in in this universe, toys are innately good. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just kind of an understanding that like every toy at their at their root, they want to have a kid. They want to be there. They want to do. That's their purpose. And so, um, see, I don't think I she think... ever changes though, because you know that uh, that conversation she has with Woody in that in that hallway. If Woody, if she would if, not if, have got the if, information no, if, from if Woody, Forky, yeah, if, and manipulated Forky, like tell me everything you know about Woody, if, and then she approached him and manipulated no, him. If Woody would have said no, she would have taken his voice box. I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. If he if he wouldn't have given it up, she would have forcefully taken it. Mm-hmm. I I get what you're saying, but my whole point is given given the chance to do it a different way, or to to just like. Her her motivation was I, I guess that's the thing. Her motivation was to get a kid. Her problem is it was by any means necessary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Lotso Lotso was also he was jaded. He was like, you know, you know, they'll leave you. You know? The you know, these kids they'll they'll fucking leave you. And, yeah. I guess you know, I, I, I guess I don't care how bad your story is or how, how sad your story is. It's yeah. never okay to manipulate lie and to try to steal something. Right, but I think it falls back more on Woody than it does Gabby. Because in you know the old situations, Woody would be like, "All right, fuck you, bye." But in this one, he's like, "You know what? I'm I'm gonna, I'm I'm hearing you out. Like that does suck. Yeah. You've never had anything in your life that's like that you've ever had to fight for. That you've ever had to like cross you know a fucking road to go get back to this kid. And he he's like, you know what?" I'll give you that chance. Maybe that'll change you, and it it does. I, he's like, you know, not I'm not always, I'm not gonna fight your hate 
with with a reciprocated hate. I'm gonna try to give it some love and see what that does. See if that breeds love in you instead of just fuels your yeah. hate more. Yeah, I, I will say. I mean, I I I don't think Gabby is as that is my next official complaint. I don't think Gabby's as well realized as she should have been. I think we needed more. We need more exposition. We need more background with her. However you yeah. do it, well, I don't. I don't scenes. get. I don't get enough. I don't get enough understanding of who she is. And really, I feel like she's mainly there to service Woody. Mm-hmm. I think most of the thing is well, there I, to service that, Woody. That primarily. was my other complaint. Is like, there's a lot of toys in this movie, and we really only follow. Woody and Bo, Bo. Deep. And, yeah, it's really a little bit Bo. of Forky. Like Forky Buzz, just... Light, Buzz Lightyear is your number two in yeah. this series. He gets maybe yep. ten minutes of screen time at the most. Yeah, yeah like For- Forky's a catalyst, just like Buzz was a catalyst. But the first movie was Buzz and Woody's movie. Right. And it was Woody. All of these are Woody's movie. But even, even in but... two, even in two, it's Woody. But you know, Buzz is leading that side troop, and yeah. like they get just Buzz as much has... screen time as Woody. Yeah, does. Buzz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, like Forky's whatever. He's just there to kind of kick things off and. Get the plot going, really. But you're right; it's it's Bo and Woody. But uh, that's the thing. Like you you get to that point where they they leave, and all the toys are like, you know, yeah, Woody, you're, you know, uh, it's it's one of those rough things where you have to you have to balance your theme with your character motivations and kind of make them all line up where one doesn't seem where the theme doesn't overtake the logic of the movie or the characters. Yeah. I think they did it okay, but you start to see through the you start to kind of see through it a little bit because I guess we just get to the point where, you know, they're like, Woody, you're crazy. We can't mm-hmm. go back in there because, you know, it's like your, your fear of losing your purpose is over, is clouding your judgment. You know, you want to go back in there because that's just what you do at the same time. And it's funny because they drop it like, you know, you're wrong to go back in and try and say Forky. But then he's like, no, like it's the wrong thing to do. Forky's a toy. He's in there. We can't just leave him in there, which is a heroic thing to do. Yeah. But they give him shit for it. And that's like, everybody's right. You know? Like, they're both... Everyone, everyone's right. But then he goes back in, um, and then, you know, he has a conversation with Gabby, and, you know, Gabby... And that's their... His big turning point, where he's like, you know what? I, I think that's where he makes a decision. He's like, you know, I'm holding on to this voice box because that brings value to a child like i'm not as valuable without my voice box and my purpose is to bring a child joy i'm going to bring them less joy without this voice box like he's holding on to it not because he needs it because yeah. he can talk to the other toys without it he doesn't need his voice box that's strictly for a child mm-hmm. but that's his whole big turning point is like i'm willing to now change my purpose and like my purpose is not for this one kid anymore or yeah. a kid. I don't, you know, it's... And it's, it's complicated because there's some mixed messages in this. I know, yeah. um, you know, Woody's had some time with Andy, right? And, uh, you know, Bo Peep's like, hey, you know, it's uh, it's time to let go. Yeah. You know, toys get lost every day. You know, we uh, there's uh, there's more to it than than yep. just the, the kids, you yep. know? And I know he's had his adventure, but maybe if they spun it a different way to Gabby, like, because I honestly think, you know how Gabby was easily discarded? I think Gabby is going to be easily discarded a second time. Like I, this uh, at the very end when mm-hmm. um, that that mixed race or the, uh, the I think she was a black girl who gets this this little fifties white doll, right? I think in her traumatic experience that's going to be special to her. But two weeks home, I think Gabby ends back up on the uh, in the fucking toy box, you know. And I think that's very traumatic. I wouldn't mind seeing Gabby come back for a part four where she's like this 
<laughs> evil fucking toy that's like the whole world is just gray. Another Lotso. Yeah, yeah, yeah very, very much like Lotso. Yeah. But I, yeah. I see her just being discarded very quickly. So I don't know. Maybe they should have spun it a different way. Like, hey, I know you want this, but, you know, there's something, it, there could be it, something it else. Plays the idea, you know, is it better to have loved a little than never to have loved at all? You know? It, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's so... And then you know, does she hit that that you know that peak earlier, and then become what Woody became, and and tries to find a different purpose? Because like she's stuck on the idea that her purpose is to have a kid and and to bring joy to that kid, and maybe she gets a taste of that, and that's all she needed to hit that next step in her life. Yeah, maybe. You know, like it's. I, yeah. I don't think she was as fleshed out. And I just want to uh, say, yeah. this kids, yeah. this is a, like this is an important message from Video Land, right? If you need a kidney, if you need a voice box, just ask. Be honest. Okay? He can hold Seth honest, down and take right? one. <laughs> don't lie. Don't manipulate. All right? Tell somebody. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I wasn't uh, on board with Gabby as much as I, I, I would like to have been. She's probably my least favorite villain out of all the, the Toy Story movies, I, agree I think. So um, I also had, this is this is very small. I talked to you a little bit about this, Ryan. And it's the, uh, the voice box plot. Mm-hmm. I think that's another great sentiment. But I started thinking back. Um, I actually loved it the first time I watched uh, Toy Story or Toy Story Four, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched it again in IMAX. I started, you know, thinking about some of these things, and one of those things was that voice box where, you know, they uh, they want the voice box that'll make um, you know Gabby more important, right? Like so, another girl or a hu- a, hum- a child would want her, want to play with her, and I was thinking like you know movie rules, like Toy Story set up movie rules, and Toy Story One, you know, Woody's um, threatened Sid. You know, I forget exactly what he says, but he's like, I think it's a, us toys can see everything, so play nice, you know? Yeah. And uh, he didn't need his voice box. That was, uh, they set up those rules where a toy, a human can hear a toy's voice. Mm-hmm. So I don't really understand what the voice box, why that's so important, just when they pull the line, because their toy voice sounds like, their, their yeah, their, their toy voice sounds like their, their pull string voice, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So when they pull it, just just talk play along and everything's fine so i really don't understand the mcguffin as as yeah, maybe, they can, maybe those factor into each other maybe if that's gone then he can't you know, i mean they talk in the real world or whatever yeah I, honestly i wish they would have done something like that like yeah. explain that a little bit more you know they kind of they did they kind of fucked that up just from the first movie because it's rough because Gab, rules, because right? Gab, because gabby gabby talks about her record her record's fine mm-hmm. but her voice box is so she can only say what she can say but woody apparently can say whatever the fuck he wants in the first movie yeah. through his voice mm-hmm. box yeah it's one. Of, I think it's just one of those unfortunate things where you know they made Toy Story one. It's supposed to be its own movie that, you know, you don't think about that shit. Yeah. yeah. So that's just, and a, like it's a, just that's a, a, that was a small it's a nitpick. Yeah. Thinking, like it's cool in theory. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. It I was like, so it it's like, back. yeah. So it was yeah. like, you know, it didn't work for me. It was a nice sentiment, you know. But who cares that your voice box, you know, is busted? Just, just act like it isn't. You know. So but, I mean, again, so, just a small gripe. Yeah. It, it's not something that yeah. broke the movie for me because I really do think that's kind of cool when you're breaking down toys and what can you do with the fourth movie you know i think it's a pretty cool idea you know whatever but uh back to villains real quick um i really wish that we could get another human villain um i think that these toys are very animated in this movie like they're all over the place like you know in toy story one through three um in the daycare and in the the toy shop they always have those like little green army men Mm -hmm. that like signal them like when when a human's coming i feel like in this movie they're all over the fucking place they're all over the carnival i mean they're like you know, in in in, in plain sight, mm-hmm. and uh, I wish that we'd get a human villain um, that uh, sees like sees these toys running around and no one believes them. You know, I think that'd be really cool. Like instead of you know Gabby, give us the uh, the the sweet old uh, antique 
you know, lady. I think that would have been great where she mm-hmm. sees these fucking things doing all this stuff and no one believes her. You know, um, I don't know. You would, you would figure in one of these movies that they have the classic kind of crazy person. Yeah. That actually see the, I would like bring, to have seen the carnival bring guy. Bring Big Al back. His toy yeah. rat. Like, yeah. He's, he knows they've, they've moved before. Exactly. Sid, like a oh, fucked up right. older Sid. Like, yeah. Still traumatized <laughs> Dude, by his past. I would have loved an older Sid or, like, or the carnival guy. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been a great villain. So I don't think that you necessarily always have to go the evil toy route. So anyway, I'm going to stop harping on that because I've said that yeah. a couple times. Um, but any other problems that you had with this? Nothing big, like I said, it was just the, the little not Canadian enough voice from Keanu Reeves, <laughs> and then uh, just having too many characters, but not being able to dive into any of them. And, and another thing, like, you know, people like Don Rickles, uh, and, yeah. you know, uh, Jim Varney have died and stuff, and they still used Don Rickles, but it was like clips from older movies that they just didn't use, and like video games and stuff, and it was just like... Oh, like many. two Not or three many. lines, I was gonna but, say, and they like they were kind of just like weird and out of place. Like, really? like you could tell the lines before he would talk were just like very set up. It I, just sounded it didn't come. I watched right. it twice, and I don't remember one of his lines. Yeah, you know, because yeah. he doesn't say much, and it, they're like quick little things. And even Mrs. Potato Head is like mm. a catalyst. Pretty, you know, she's the ear at the end when she, they're doing the gas pedal and stuff. Doesn't say a fucking word the entire movie mm-hmm. because uh, Stel Getty's dead. You know, just. I don't know. So it's yeah. kind of weird that they there's so many of those characters and and you get like, man, Rex is one of my favorite characters. I want I want something from Rex. I don't we yeah, don't really right. fucking get shit from him. You know, I thought you brought this up earlier, Kyle, but I did think Buzz was was completely shortchanged. Absolutely. And uh, you know, I, I guess if I went back and watched Toy Story one through three, you know, Woody's it's it's always Woody centric. Mm-hmm. But you know, Buzz, I feel like I guess Buzz does become like pretty much the co leader, right? And I think mm-hmm. there's he's got a lot more. Does he have a lot more screen time? In two and three? Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's been like a ton of two. since we did our marathon. Three, we got the whole Spanish... Got the whole, all the oh, Spanish yeah, buzz shit is longer than anything he gets in his movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I do... Yeah, he got he got shortchanged. And there was a... Uh, what he did get, I didn't like. Like that, that inner voice thing. That was dumb. Yeah. That inner that voice thing dumb. seems like something that Buzz from Toy Story 1, One. would fall for. Exactly. Not now. He's yeah. been through he's so a, he's much a shit. He's completely... Aware yeah. toy. He's went now. from thinking he's yeah. a space ranger to a little great, kid's yeah. toy. Great bit yep. if this is in one. It, it's it's yep. a funny bit. It just doesn't yeah. work with the character. It's, it's too no. late in the game for that. Yeah, beat. I'm yeah. glad that I'm glad there wasn't much of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any yeah. other problems that you have with this? Uh, I think uh, I only had like one or two others. It seems like we're really shitting on this, but we'll get into some problems yeah, no. here. I, uh, Kyle, actually, you just you just said it was my biggest issue was that. This movie has just a few too many. It's not even too many characters, but the problem it actually is there's too many characters. Yeah. There's too many characters. It's, I mean, we saw it when they did three; they cut characters out, and now they're bringing those characters back that's, in. That's so what I mean. Like we have, like we have a whole group of characters that we met in three at bon- Bonnie's Toys mm-hmm. that we haven't got to spend time with unless you watch all the shorts that they made. Right, and you know that that's fresh ground. You know, I don't know shit about this Triceratops and this little doll and, yeah. you know, the porcupine, the German porcupine, porcupine. The German porcupine. <laughs> it's like, you know, give me that. But and and so and then you got Duke Boom who comes in. We're back with Bo. We've got uh, Bo's little, you know, yeah. uh, Polly Pocket, Polly Pocket thing. Um, and all the, and the fucking Forky, the Forky, yeah. Forky, I thought was going to be a main character. And then he's just gone after yeah. the first act. It is interesting yeah. you say that because you go back as now I'm. Now I'm starting to remember, like Toy Story three, they balanced a lot of new characters, but still gave you time with Absolutely. the original. Plenty with the old because they because yeah. it because they were finishing up with the old ones. Mm-hmm. It, you thought, right. um, but uh, there's just there's a lot of characters now, and I was as 
as fun as they are, I, I said this to Brad. I was like, I honestly think you can cut Key and Peele from this whole movie. Oh, but they're one of my favorite things. They they're are great. fun. They're fun. High they're energy s- with no care. I totally, I totally agree. They high energy have to be in it. that I, I, I like that they're there. I, 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 I like that they exist in the world, but I didn't need all as much as we got. I would rather cut half of their shit and give me more Rex, of anything. Give me more. You can give me more Rex, Slinky, all those other yeah. ones. You can give me more Gabby. You can whatever. I just feel like something, yeah. something had to go. Like I mean, as much as I love Duke Kaboom, is there another way to do this without Duke Kaboom? Can we get? Because really, what do we really need so you're him like for? Rewriting the third like, act screenplay, we what, don't need a jump. What, what do we actually need Duke Kaboom for? We need him for one or two actions. He, he, oh, we get a gag from him because of the commercial. He's just reinforcing themes that are already there. Per, just this whole purpose thing. Motherfucker, take out Duck and Bunny. I'm keeping Kaboom, dude. But yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it, we we don't we don't need it all. And I think that some of the the you know other plot lines got cut off. Again, Forky, I loved Forky. Yes, yeah, so Forky's right. right. Forky's so good for all kinds of stuff. Well, he's you just a great idea for a fourth movie. Like it's yeah. it's. A brilliant idea. It's where you think the movie is should be heading from beginning to end. Like, no. what is a toy? What is? What, and yeah. then it's like I, I love and then it this just idea. switches again, to. Oh, I'm retiring. We've got this whole th- again the whole theme of a purpose because Forky's whole entire purpose is different than what he is now, and that's fun in universe and it's fun to think about. And it's like, oh, we're kind of back to Toy Story one. You've got this guy trying to teach this thing that he's a toy Not trash. That you're, you know, that <laughs> this is this is. <laughs> So he's great, and then he's just gone. Yeah. And then I get other characters and other characters. So I, I feel my biggest complaint about this whole movie is that it needed to me it needed to be streamlined some. So I don't, sacrifice a new character. You're going with Duck. I, and, I, honestly, I would I would sacrifice a whole character if I had to. Who, I don't want to. Who would you sacrifice? I'd sacrifice Key and Peele. Okay. Yeah. Who would you sacrifice? Easy. I love them so much, but yeah. I Ducky and Bunny would probably have to go. They're fun, yeah. but they could literally be... Um, uh, 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 they could be a green army man soldier level characters in this. You just movie. hit on another small con. I don't have much to say about that, but I miss seeing the little green army man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I miss seeing them. Well, they so all bolt, they all bolted at the makes beginning. sense. Yeah, yeah. Toys. <laughs> yeah, they're done. You know. Yeah. But anyway, that that's that's my single largest complaint of the movie is that I think it bit off a little more than it can chew. I don't want more movie. An hour and a half uh-huh. is fine. I don't need a two and a half hour Toy Story. How long movie. was this one? I think it's an hour and thirty, hour and forty. Actually, that's really, that's a that's that's a good time. That's quick. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a quick pace. But so and I did like those characters. I really did. I did they, too. they made me laugh. They had some good beats. But yeah, I but do. You know I what? do they're, agree. They're one. I, I would mean, sacrifice them yeah. for more time with our original. Yeah, characters. best gag in the movie when they're doing their like talking about their plans and shit is so fucking funny. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they grow big and shoot Old lasers. Plus rush. That was funny as yeah, shit. That was awesome. But anyway, yeah. Um, I guess this can be considered a, a small uh, small con of sorts, but it's a uh, bow peep. And it's just a problem that I have with movies. So How I, she's a porcelain toy and she has new clothes now? How's yeah, that yeah, fucking right. work? <laughs> <laughs> I understand if uh, some people are listening like, oh man, Brad, you're going too, you're going too far <laughs> now. think about that. <laughs> That's fucking She's great. made of porcelain. Her clothes are made of porcelain. <laughs> but she got new clothes. <laughs> she, was, she was great. The voice acting was great. Yeah, but yeah. I... So this is just a problem that I have in movies. I don't like how just Woody finds her that easily. It's just like mm. the perfect circumstances. You're in an RV. You find the love of your life in an antique shop. You know, I don't know if this would have worked because I always try to fix them in my mind. Like, what would I be okay with? And, you know, how? what do you guys think if he went to this antique store and he thought it was Bo Peep? But it's just because there's... there's uh, another Bo Peep? A, it's another Bo Peep. Yeah. yeah. You know? I think that would have been cool. I think that would have been an interesting dynamic, you know, to... Uh, 
some some interesting stuff to play with. Sure. I think I think every movie for me every movie gets a pass with one or two circumstances. They all they need them. You need something that's just dumb fucking luck or just mm-hmm. extremely circumstantial. I mean it's just hell it happens in real life. If, it's not like it does, a total it does, But I mean, yeah. you know, I I I almost always give one or two passes cuz you just kind of need it in a movie. I mean, I can't think if I really want to figure out a logical way for toys to meet back up after 15 years, I guess I can do it, but it's always going to feel like what are the odds in this great giant world that all this would happen? It'll always end up like that. So yeah. I just give that a pass, but I understand it. Okay. So any more issues? Uh, nothing okay. big, but like I like the the beginning of all the Toy Stories were like the toys being played with and like into this like cool action scenes and stuff. And I was waiting for that to start Toy Story Four, and then it was just this sad scene where Bo Peep gets <laughs> taken away. It's like oh. why I wanted a fun action uh, scene. I'll actually say the opening. I of this did movie, love how it was shot though. It was beautiful. Yeah. I, was I, like, I love the scene. I'm not yeah. complaining about the scene. The opening scene of this movie is also. I think my most disappointing. I think this is the weakest opening in a Toy Story movie, and because of the logic, it like the mom like Slinky Dog is hanging out the window with Woody. <laughs> the mom just comes over and just closes the window. Like <laughs> if I walked up and I saw, I would just grab the toy and drag it in before I close. And uh, there was something else. There was a couple other things. I was just like, okay, guys, we're starting to get sloppy yeah. on our world. On our well, yeah, world, th- some things here. did feel forced because I think for the most part. Um, Bonnie played with all of the old toys, you know, all the old characters for the most part, except for Woody. I think he yeah. was the only one like left in the closet with you know a couple toys I've never seen before, like a clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't her, think I've ever seen that like her, thing her old toys. I like to clock. Yeah, but I think it was like Woody and you know like two or three other toys. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, the they, whole were, they were like baby toys. Yeah, and all Buzz things. was still popular, you know. So it's yeah. kind of wild yeah, that yeah. you know why was you know He's the mailman. It's like they were forcing <laughs> that he was, you know. Um, not relevant anymore and had to go through this like self-discovery. The only, the only thing that gets around that is that there is a girl sheriff that she can play with. Yeah. Like, yeah there's a very reasonable sense. thing that yeah. there's another toy that's just like this one only it's a girl and she that's wants to play with the girl one. That's why he yeah. gives her the star. Yeah, exactly. he's like, I mean, he's like, you are the and sheriff And she now. puts the, and, I mean, Bonnie has the star. I was in the movie, too, so, I, was, yeah. I was watching the movie and there's a guy behind me and right when they take off the sheriff, you know, <laughs> badge they put it on Woody, like, he's like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever fucking seen in my fucking life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was Brad saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So, all right, but this all movie's right. so critically acclaimed. Yeah. Like, like I said at the top here, man. Like 100%, 98%. It's, all, you know, it's huge. It's a yeah. fucking big movie. So I wanted to hit on some of the cons. I don't think it's a perfect movie. Yeah. I think there's some issues. Now let's get into some pros, man. So what made this movie for you, man? Like, what do you? why do you like this so okay, much? Toy Story 1, you got, you got a friend and me. Mm-hmm. 2, you got Woody's Roundup. 3, you got uh, When She Loved Me. And in four here, you got, uh, what's the, what's the hold up? I'm sorry, dude. When She Loved Me. When She Loved Me. So I cannot good. even think about that song. Did so I get teary-eyed, dude? So that good. fucking song. And there's, sorry. this is great songs, too. Randy oh. Newman uh, yep. doing the soundtrack again. Yeah. Uh, and then he wrote one that Chris Stapleton sang at the end, like, mm-hmm. what, what it's like to be like, a cowboy or whatever, something like that. Uh, fucking music is, is A-plus yep. again. Yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. And I don't know if it's... I've matured, or if it's like the uh, the experience that I had with my son, but I did absorb a lot of this movie, and I think that the score, um, mm-hmm. the uh, the animation, the lighting, the voice work, everything was so pronounced this time around. I, I think it's 
I might be coming off a high because of that, but I think it might be the best Toy Story when it comes to uh, technical attributes. Oh, you you're, know? you're I, not I, overstating yeah. that. Okay. Even I, I, so great job to first time uh, Josh yep. Cooley. There, there, mean, are time, there are times you're looking at it and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot. This is a fucking animated movie. Like, Jesus. Man, there's other scenes. I don't even know if I'll do it justice. Um, I know you're a huge animation guy, Ryan. I don't know if you noticed this, but there's scenes where they're on the RV and the natural lights coming through the window, and Forky's walking around. Forky looks so fucking real. And the light goes through the white plastic. You see, kind of like the the, it's like a a whitish, you know, like yellow tint because the light's coming through. I was like, man, that looks amazing. And then just how fabrics look, dust looks like you know, Coco looks amazing. Okay, I think it's Mm -hmm. I think it's probably Pixar's. A crowning achievement only because of the colors and the yeah. world building More and you know uh, approaching the, the art design. The art design, is, okay. Is, yeah, but problem. I think this is the best the natural world has ever looked in a Pixar movie. I was just blown. Humans away. still look a little goofy at times, but uh, uh, but yeah, look, I think that's just not wanting to change the aesthetic. I don't even yeah, know, yeah. think I noticed They're the just, humans. Yeah. I was looking at everything, like you know, uh, yeah. when we're, when Woody's discarded in the back of the. Uh, um, the closet. You see scuff marks on the wall and yeah. dust bunnies. You know, I'm like, man, this is fucking amazing. So um, I think one of my big take takeaways is the uh, the location. Um, I love the antique store. I think it might be my favorite location. Um, I love the toy store. I think that's great in mm-hmm. Toy Store too. Um, I love Pizza uh, the, Planet. Yeah, I love the yeah Pizza <laughs> Planet, the daycare. But man, I tell you what, there's something about the geography of the antique store. Like you have the cabinet. And that cabinet's layered, mm-hmm. and it's almost like a castle yeah. in the middle yep. of um, this uh, this antique store. Yeah, the, I mean the dummies are like you know gargoyles sitting on top, just yeah, the like cats security like, cameras, security yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. The cats controlling the moat, you know. Yeah. And uh, then across from that, you have uh, the, the the shelf across from the cabinet that they use for the ramp, mm-hmm. and just something awesome about because that's what the top of a shelf looks like, mm-hmm. and it's all dusty, and just how that's stationed. Uh, so close to the the china cabinet there was amazing, and then when they're looking up and they see the uh, all the chandeliers, and they're like, "She's like, this is yeah, my favorite like, you know, yeah. part of the, the, the only thing. That's the only thing I miss. Yeah. So uh, uh, the dusty shelves, and then pinball um, machines, their little party yeah, area. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the walking behind the shelves was mm-hmm. so cool. And I'm like, man, this so oh, much imagination went into this. And then the merry-go-round, the carnival, and then hiding underneath the skirt. Of the merry-go-round, mm-hmm. I think so even I think one of the characters even yeah. say like this is a cool place to hide or something. Yeah. Like, Fuck yeah, it is. Man. It's like <laughs> it's imagination. It's like someone went to a carnival and antiques store. It's like you know, okay, we're, let's sketch out some ideas. Like if, if toys were walking around. It's like right. I don't feel like they just wrote this down. Like I felt like someone spent the like the, the day in an antique store. It's like how would mm-hmm. fucking toys move in here? Yeah, you know. So I really appreciate that. So um, I thought the uh, the animation for the locations were top notch. Just so much imagination went into that. that. That was like my big takeaway. Um, what are some other things you guys really enjoyed? I just, I, I was just so impressed that they found a way to naturally progress this story in a way that doesn't feel it forced. Should have died at three, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, shouldn't, it, 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 shouldn't have been more story to I, tell. I still, I still think that Toy Story Four doesn't need to exist. But if you're gonna do it, I mean, this is this is incredible. Yeah. I love, I just love. It's like how are you gonna how are you gonna make this not feel forced yeah. or just feel like. It was just an adventure. We need an excuse to do it, but it's like no. We continue. We continue an arc with Woody. We no. bring him to his conclusion, and it's again something that that parents, especially, or in this case, more likely, really grandparents, or just people that are now facing an empty nest. Really, I mean, we've had that theme, you know, throughout the whole movie of kids growing up and leaving and what that's all like. But now it's like, 
you know, it's like as, as a parent, not just my kids are gone and that's sad and I'm happy for them. It's like, what do I do with my life now? Where, what, what do I do? What, what is my no, point yeah. now that I'm, that yeah. I don't have kids around? I, I think Toy Story 4 is, is the one that's probably, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. It's probably going to grow the most on me. Yep. It's going to be, it's going to be more relatable to me. I think yep. one, two, and three all have relatable things for people of all ages. Well, like, the other three are already tanting on to you, so this sure, they, has no, right. but, no room but to grow. <laughs> no, no, so, but like, yeah, but like four, like, I think it is, it targets a specific older crowd with the message at the Absolutely. end. Not that, you know, kids can't enjoy it or, you know, you can't yeah. see it, you know, in our age now, but, you know, 15, 20 years from now, it's going to be totally fucking different yeah. to us. And yeah. we'll probably have a different take on Toy Story 4 when we see yeah, it. Yeah, they do uh, tap into that, that magic, though. There's something magical yeah. about Toy yeah. Story, and that mm-hmm. magic is still there. It's not as strong as the other three, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think, but that magic, that... The uh, the essence the aura is still there you know it's still yeah. it's still there you can connect with it you know that's and that, that's just that's what I love about it the other kind of big thing that that I like what they did with Woody is uh, not only does he kind of question where he goes from here but I I like again I like the idea that what he ultimately does in this movie a couple of times you mentioned it with Gabby and I, I agree with you uh, and what he does at the end over the the credits is that his new thing now is he's like you know. It's no longer about fulfilling me. It's about me helping other people find that same fulfillment that I had. My time has kind of passed. So now what I do is I help other, I help other toys find their kids. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that's if if you do want to talk about message, I know you're talking about Gabby and like what message does send to kids. But for <laughs> for adults, I think I think that's a really great message where it's like you know now that it's not all about you it's like your your role can change now and you know i mean bo kind of represents the whole you know hey you know let go out and do your thing adventure you know it's like you can you can do whatever you want you again you don't have to say sedimentary. you don't have to sedentary you go do something yeah go yeah. do something and 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 it's never it's never like poo-pooed on yeah. you know she's just not it's it it's an option yeah and you know and Woody's always wanting to help people i love at the end it's like oh there's this there's this nice meeting where it's like, yeah, I'm my own person again. Mm-hmm. I can do my adventures. I can help other people. It's Woody has this wonderful ending that's just super fulfilling for him as a character, but also uh, for what it's worth, I think serves as a great you know, template you know, for looking yeah, okay. for for yeah. looking into you know what you would do with your own life it when is, a responsibility is now passed off your shoulders. What do you do with it? Do it you? is interesting though. I start I started thinking about that because you have. You know, what's his job now? Woody's job is to help all these toys get homes, right? So they can feel mm-hmm. loved. And I started thinking about like that. It's like, yeah, not everyone's going to have that same relationship that he did with Andy. Right. How many of these toys are going to go home to fucking SIDS? No. You know, how many of these toys are going to go home sure. and then just get discarded because they're shitty carnival toys? Like, I never kept any of my carnival toys. The, part four could just be like Night of the Carnival Toys. <laughs> I know, it, it totally could. But you know what? That's... but. But you got but, a hoodie and a buzz right here on this table. So. <laughs> Eat ass. Yeah. The, the, ba- the, the basic essence of all toys as presented to us in this movie mm-hmm. is to be loved by a child. Like That's like the most basic level and I do like need that. instinct of a toy according to these movies. Yeah. And, and you so, didn't get to talk to it too, about it too much, but do you think um, the, the girl at the end of Toy Story 4, do you think her parents are going to make her 
put the old 1950s white doll down for a more politically correct 2019 <laughs> doll. I hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> yeah. but Two no, weeks I... is like, get this creepy fucking <laughs> depression shit era shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. I, 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 get this goddamn white fucking racist piece of shit <laughs> out of here. Maybe, maybe it becomes, you know, her My Pet Monster that you got hey, sitting over maybe. the corner, you know? Like, it some, might. It some might. she yeah. just has forever. I like, like the devil's maybe, advocate. Maybe she doesn't play with it, but <laughs> she still got it. <laughs> the white devil's advocate? Yeah. <laughs> um, I know we hit on it some, but uh, I did like the new characters. It's really hard to make new characters, you know, for these for these movies that you actually do care about. And like I said, I won't uh, talk about it too much, but I loved Kaboom. Um, Key and Pill, I would sacrifice them for more time with that, my... That, but I do like them. That scene where they're like trying them. to get the key is just so goddamn, like, oh, we got this plan. And it's yeah. just like... It's so unexpected. Like, they just fucking jump on this old lady and, like, kill her. And they, like, follow her home in another yeah. scenario. And then just the great payoff where the, she just walks by and just drops the key right in front yeah. of him. Even yeah, though they've been, plan, they've been planning it, that like, all day. All across the board, perfectly cast voice yeah. voices. Um, should I know Tony Hale from anything? Who plays the voice yeah, of Yeah, uh, Arrested Development. He played Buster Bluth. Okay, I've never uh, seen Vi- Vice, or Veep, right, Sorry, Veep. Right. He plays, uh, like, uh, the vice president's assistant. Okay. but uh, That right. Forky, though, in general, as a new character, I love the idea that this thing comes to life because a child makes it. That's just a fucking golden right. idea. You know, it's and like, he's got that that buzz from you know one. He he's trash. <laughs> he's like yeah. Buzz is like, no, I'm a spaceman. And Forky's like, no, right. I'm I'm trash, and just keeps jumping into the fucking trash until, it, you know, he's Woody gives him that. Hey, no, you do yeah. have a purpose. You you know, and and what an interesting it. beat though. Whoever came up with that idea, so good because you can keep on incorporating like the new playset, like I was talking about, you know, Battle Swords, right? Mm-hmm. The new Buzz Lightyear, you know, or whatever you want to bring in a classic '50s doll. You know, but uh, this idea that a child would go out and make something on her first day of kindergarten and bring home that special to her. I was like, fuck yeah, man. That's a great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I thought that was awesome. And, and it is a point of consistency that I that I do like. I mean, we only see it once or twice. We see it with Buzz where uh, just the movie rules is that on Inception, you know, these things are these things are aware of themselves as they were designed in for their design. Like, you know, Buzz thinks he's a space He's a space ranger because that's what he's supposed to be. But really, he's a toy. He's got that in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the other toys that we meet, they all are aware that they're toys, but we also don't see them at their point of inception, you know, when they're yeah. first brought in. And so Forky's the only other character that we've seen with a fresh start. And I think it's kind of cool that it's like, you know, he was designed to be trash. He's this weird split mm-hmm. <laughs> thing. But that, you know, the toys aren't completely aware that they're toys when it starts out. I don't know, I just thought that was kind of cool. It, uh, for the record, in my mind, um, Gabby becomes the, like the new child's play. She's going to be the new fucking Chucky. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, I'm just throwing it out there, okay? Um, I think one of my favorite scenes, it's just such a small beat, and I wanted to see more of them, was the, the Combat Carls, I think, voiced oh, by Carl was, Weathers. That was, that was also my other favorite gag. If you stay to the very end, like, yeah. uh, Duke Kaboom like, goes on the eye instead of the, the lamp, uh-huh. and then... And then the Arctic one comes out to get a high five and just stands there for a while and then Kaboom finally high fives him. He yeah, high five. Because like yeah. he's the, the Arctic Carl's like trying to get the high five the whole fucking movie Dude, and no one will high five. What's so perfect him. about Some that is the game. animation that first, so the first scene when he's doing that, everyone's giving him high five and then there's the last one. Yeah. It's just <laughs> they don't call attention to it. He just never gets that. Uh, and then he puts his the animation like the facial expression like he puts his head down a little bit. Uh, he's yep. got this sad look and he just like runs off. I'm like, dude, that is great. Uh-huh. That is amazing. Carl Weather. That was another great like voice yep. casting just to play all those. Yeah, that was solid. 
Yeah, yeah. so, uh, but what was your defining moment, you think? You walked out of the thing and you're like, man, that's that's it, man. That's the heart right there. Uh, it's, I guess it's got to be, you know, uh, Buzz is driving away in the RV and he goes to infinity and then it cuts back to Woody and he goes yeah. and beyond. Yeah. And then your, your movie cuts out. That's that's solid, man. Yeah. I think my defining moment was uh, the scene when Woody and Buzz uh, they they say their goodbyes and then they embrace and it's just a longer yeah. embrace, like yeah. it's a hug, and then he reaches over just a little bit more and mm-hmm. kind of brings them in. You know, I thought my heart fell into my popcorn bucket on that one. I was like, oh man, this is <laughs> this is hard. But it wasn't just that shot; it was also when the camera pans across all, all of, the, toys of the original characters. And you know, man, this is like you know, this is this is probably the end. I don't know if we're gonna get Toy Story, you know, four or we said five, that, we said that Toy Story three, five and so, six, yeah. you know. But it's this looks like it it's will be the end Woody. of Woody and Buzz, you yeah. know, together as yeah. a unit, you know, as leader and co-leader. So yeah. I think that was uh, probably that emotional moment for me. I'm like, man, that's that's where because then I'm looking over at my son, you know, and I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, fuck, man, this is this is lots happened, a lot's happened, you know. So it's a really nice. It's a nice kind of companion ending with with threes. I mean, there was lots of pans and looks and stuff at the end of three, but it focused mostly on on you know Andy leaving, you know, or this new you know kind of thing. And so, yeah, that was yeah, that was. I, I got to be honest, I didn't see all of it because I had my hat down. I was trying not to cry <laughs> yeah. next to the dude next to me with his kid. <laughs> yeah. and I was like. I can't look at the screens. If I leave the screen, I'm gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I saw the I saw the bottom half of the screen during the embrace, and I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. So yeah, but that's I think that's probably my my favorite uh, part of the movie too. Yeah. Because like, it culminates the whole thing uh, with with Woody, and he's you know he's making his decision, and um, yeah, I love that. It's great. What was yours, Kyle? Uh, when he when he says oh, infinity, 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 that's, and, you know, that's that's a great, yeah, that's I mean, connected yeah. to mine as well. So the, that's, the, the and beyond is and just beyond. like is is something for what because that's Woody. Woody's yeah. like yeah, I'm I'm the beyond. I'm now. In the yep, yep. I'm in, the I'm beyond, in my the beyond. beyond. Yeah. So yep. what do you guys do? You guys think this is the end for Toy Story? I gotta hope so. You know they keep they keep saying that they're done, and they keep fucking coming back. So I don't know. I don't know if this is it or not. But you know, what? Know, but, but Pixar has like came out and said recently like they're not doing sequels to anything anymore. Like they are really? doing straight up original shit, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. So I mean, but these Toy Story sequels come out every ten fucking years. So who knows? Ten years down the line, if they want to throw a five at us, but well, dude, it can't have Woody and Buzz. Did it you hear? So I, I didn't confirm I this, but I heard today that they're uh, Disney Plus because so Disney Plus sky's the limit with this shit, man. Yep. Bonnie can make trash toys. Yep, through all of kindergarten, and sell those fuckers, and uh, I was gonna say Toys R Us, but Target's everywhere. Tell me that's not a gold mine. You know what I'm saying? There's, that shit can't cost too much. Well, to shit, make. you walk through the, the fucking, fucking aisles of Target now. There are forky things. This yeah, is a, forks. yeah, I can go home and fucking I can make get one. a goddamn fork and put a fucking make one pipe cleaner around. But I heard to, I heard today that uh, Disney Plus is already doing a a forky series. Which makes sense. I'm right with that. So, dude, Disney Plus, guys, limit, man. You could do a whole Woody series, man. you know, where it's Woody, Woody and Bo. And, yeah, Woody and Bo. You can do a whole Buzz, you know, and Bonnie and and Forky. You can do all kinds of do stuff. A weird man. snippet, Mister Potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just hope so. Disney Plus has a, a good thing going. Well, sounds like they have well, a good, should, yeah, have, should a good have a good thing going. I just hope they don't sacrifice. If you're gonna do some spinoffs with like Woody and Buzz, then you better pay for the talent. Because oh, yeah. um, those short films, those shorts are not. They're not. Yeah. So I love like, the idea. Except for like Wallace Shawn, yeah, like the like, only one who comes back. I, I keep to on it. talking about that one. It's not a great short, but the idea could be great with the battle sores. 
but you can tell that's not fucking Tom Hanks. You can tell that's not the the principal cast, you know? So, um, man, Disney Plus could do a lot of great things where this movie splits. So, do I want to see more? I said I didn't want to see more after three, so, you know, I don't know, man. Do we end it here? Yeah, like, even though I enjoyed four, I would still prefer it doesn't exist. (laughs) Yeah? Strangely, like, uh, yeah, like, I enjoyed it, but it's just, like, I still, like, I think the ending to three... It's still a nice, perfect bow and a, and a good, I, I a see good where you, arc. I see where you're, you're I just don't, I don't think four adds enough to the first three to make it necessary. I think and, I agree with you. I do. I think I agree with you on that. I do like four. Mm-hmm. But I think the franchise is probably better just with the three. Yeah, but let this, me, doesn't, let, this doesn't taint yeah, it. Yeah, let, let me have my imagination with three and be like, you know, this is where their future's going. Instead of four where you're like, nope, this is our finite end. This is this is how everything ends. Go look at it now. Yeah. <sighs> That's a... It's a tough one. I always go back and forth with two and three because to me two and three are so similar mm-hmm. that I almost wish one of them didn't exist because... Buy two. <laughs> I, I think I honestly think that's exactly where I go. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for Jesse and Bullseye, mm-hmm. they're the only thing you have to contend with, really. Mm-hmm. But you could drop two. You could drop two out. Figure out a way to introduce Jesse, and I think I'd like a one, three, four, a slightly fixed up four. Because if you're gonna go with just the Woody saga, I, I appreciate the four exists, but you're right, it doesn't have to. It really doesn't have to. I. I'm really down. I'm down with a fifth movie, but now I'm really hard pressed to be convinced because Woody's gone. Yeah, now, well, what do you do? Is it ending Buzz's because journey? Where's the, Buzz? The go? truth of the matter is there was no. Is the there's no. Back? <laughs> I, I don't feel that there's an. Um, I don't feel that there's an emotional handoff. I don't feel that there's a narrative handoff in this movie no. to the next. Like who's the next thing? It's so Woody centric, especially with four. Like four definitively ends Woody's thing. Yeah. And if you follow the whole thing, it's like this is the Woody saga. It is the and Woody you can't saga. just if you can't just tack on five and make it the Buzz saga because yeah. you shortchange Buzz in four. You oh, shortchange yeah. everybody in four. E- even still, like in this movie, like Dolly or whatever her name is pretty much runs she Bonnie's runs room. Play. Yeah. She's yeah. she's the Woody of right. Bonnie's and world. So it's like what, but we it spend, probably have to fall on her, but, but we don't know anything about her. If you're gonna do that then then four needs to almost be a two hander mm-hmm. with her and him. There's mm-hmm. got to be a proper handover, and there isn't. So I guess, honestly, I believe they can make a good five, but I'm not sure that your quality level's going to be high enough, and I just have no fucking deal where you're going to go naturally. It's just going to feel like a soft reboot at that point, to me. And I'd be okay with that, but again, what do you do with with, uh, yeah. with Buzz? Anyway, we yeah. can talk about anyway. that for a whole other podcast. Yeah. So final, uh, final thoughts, and let's score this. Yeah. Ryan? Uh, final thoughts, uh, that cop should have not let the dad drive away in that RV. I don't know how he got off with a warning and then couldn't even unlock his car. He doesn't need to get arrested, but that RV should not have been allowed to be back on the road. No, no. That cop is not doing his job. You're getting too critical. It's an animated movie. Yeah, well. <laughs> that was my last, that was my last bitch I thought Dude, about. Did you would think that motherfucker's on meth. I know, he's like, I can't. Fucking stop. It's I'm a gonna, riddle. He, I can't he stop it. Drives in the thing, he drives into a carnival. He can run <laughs> things and people over. The cops just I don't know what that conversation is. Make that a Disney Plus short. I want that conversation <laughs> with that fucking cop and that dad. Anyway, um uh in the end, I I really did like this movie. I 
I'm really interested to see where it sits with me after a couple more viewings and and how it just sat with me. Um, I do think it's the le I think it's the lowest of all of them, but it's still a great movie. I'm glad that I watched it. It doesn't need to exist, but I'm I'm totally fine that it does. Yeah. I'll enjoy it for years to come. Uh, and score, I'm gonna give it a a, a really. I, I move back and forth with this. I'm gonna. I'm going to give it a really, really loose four. Oh, I think we're going to be on... Oh, yeah, loose four. Very similar. It's a super solid three and a half. Mm -hmm. It's a... It's a... It, uh, I'll say... I'll say four, but I have my reservations. <laughs> I did love spending time with these characters again. Yeah. It was, it, that was a joy. Yeah. What, do you, what, do you, what are you doing? Uh, you know, good, not great. Uh, not necessary, but appreciated. Mm -hmm. um, sounds like I'm reviewing myself. <laughs> um, if I if I put a star rating on it, I'm probably gonna go three two five three and a half. Is this on your dick? On my dick? Yeah. What? Is it, are you, are I you couldn't get that many stars for, on my dick. Is this, for, is this for plenty of fish? Got, three and a half inches on the old dick meter. <laughs> Boy, that's the best movie I've ever are you, had. Are you trying to get them Christian girls again? <laughs> All right, so you go in 3.5. Uh, I'd say okay. three half, yeah. uh, Final thoughts, man. It's like I had a big-ass smile on my face for a lot of this movie. Um, I had lumps in my throat, tears in my eyes. Um, was it necessary? No, it wasn't necessary. Was it great? I think so. I think, and, uh, and I think it'll age like a like a fine wine. You yeah. Know. And I did have more problems, though, The you know when I watched it the second time. Maybe I thought through some of you know more than what I should. I don't. No, I'm not gonna say that. You, you gotta probably, be critical. You probably did. I probably did. But I did have some issues with this. Right. One, well, it's the, look, it's the stuff you're gonna think about every time you watch it. No, and it is. So and how much does it? Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know if like matter. that's. Uh, you guys will share those opinions, but that's how I watch movies, you know. And so this is my score. You know, I, I think it's another home run for what it is. For what it is, because dude. When this first, this wasn't even on my most, uh, my mm -hmm. most anticipated. It wasn't I, on my, my list because I, I was like, they're gonna, this is gonna be, this is gonna be fucking finding Dory, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't even know what that's. Which is an okay movie too. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But I think this is a home run for what it is. Like this movie yeah. should not be as good as it is. You know, I think it uh, it tied up everything pretty well for a second time. <laughs> you know, so it's a little complicated, but I, I think I'm gonna go four. I think I'm gonna go four out of five. So, yeah. any other comments before we close? No? We're pretty good? We're good. Mm -hmm. pretty, pretty solid. As usual, I hope everyone enjoyed tonight's conversation. Where can Videoland find you? You can find me on the group, bitches. <laughs> the group, bitches? The group, bitches. So if I just type bitches into Facebook.com slash bitches. <laughs> find me there, head bitch. <laughs> head bitch in charge, that's Ryan right. Ryan Smith, head bitch. Or you can find me on Adventures you know Video Videoland on Facebook. I love when Doug and Gary come on and they do podcasts, but everything's PG-13. Yep. Uh -huh. And then so everyone who listens to theirs, they're like, oh man, that's a oh, great so group. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> I have my glass of milk. And then they then they come to um, the, the real adventures in Video Land, and you, Kyle's got fucking Woody eating goddamn Buzz's ass. Through the spacesuit. That's real Through impressive. the spacesuit. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I wonder how many people like, has, have come over to the group and they just see, like, they, oh, like, oh, this is cool. Adventures in Video Land Instagram page. And they just, like, you know, they see Doug and Gary's, like, you know, same private Ryan War picture. And, like, oh, this is, this That's is kind cool. of funny. And then they see, like, they scroll down. It's, like, just a giant picture of Cousin Wayne's Naked. ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, I do not know so what this is. <laughs> 
classic, what is this group? Classic bait and switch. I love it. <laughs> me, you can find me, Kyle Brown, on the Facebook group, Movie Script Life, on all your social media platforms. Uh, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com. We're on Instagram. But the conversation begins... On GeoCities, right? No, Facebook? No. Oh, it's Facebook. On Facebook. Oh, okay. That's where the conversation begins and ends. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, to infinity, infinity and beyond. And beyond.